The following chapter of Let's Get Deeper was released on the Great Mates podcast on January 18th, 2019. Welcome back to the summer season of Great Mates Podcast. If this is the first time you're listening to us, we are a bunch of young Australians who usually discuss our lives here in Australia or pop culture and the internet. Um, sometimes if you, you the listeners, um, give us questions, we'll do our best to answer them. And basically anything that comes up uh, over the course of recording an episode um, of this podcast. Uh, this is... This particular series of um, episodes in summer um, is different to our regular format. Uh, we get to, I guess, experiment a little bit more with with what the uh, podcast could be. So this little mini-series um, of episodes is a uh, Q&A, sort of one-on-one, get, getting to know each one of us better. Um and yeah i think that's i think that's the 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 full concept the, uh, of okay. this mini series if i'm okay. if i'm not mistaken i think so um <laughs> anyways i am josh and on this episode i've got bin howdy <laughs> oh god uh, oh, oh boy <laughs> hello I just looked at my computer screen expecting a face. I was like, oh, wait, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. We are not doing a video call, please. Yeah. I'm, like, staring at a wall with my <laughs> mic in front of me. This is great. Yeah. And a lamp. I have a lamp. If you're a moth, <laughs> hashtag outdated meme, if you're a moth, oh, God. come find me. <laughs> anyway. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Anyways, um, I guess for the listeners, Ben, uh, why don't you do a quick... Um, TLDR of yourself for them. My TLDR... Oh, God. How is that? Okay, that's going to be hard. Um, Is I, it, though? <laughs> I am Bin, or Benea, or Benea Basnet, because I, I, I mean, I put it on Twitter, so what am I saying? Yeah, Benea Basnet. <laughs> um, I, don't, I don't know if I wanted to say my last name or not. Anyway, um, I am a mess in general. Uh, I am known as the, the black sheep <laughs> of our little group, of our little family now, I guess. Um, and yeah, I, I just, I guess I'm the one that likes the weeb shit, um, and I'm also <laughs> the one that posts a lot of, like, weird memes, and talks about a lot of weird memes, and is a weird meme at times. Um, yeah, that, that's the TLDR of me. <laughs> of okay. me. Yeah. I'm surprised, I'm surprised, given how concerned you were earlier, that you were able to summarize yourself. Uh, yeah, I mean... In five sentences or less. I mean, I tried. I tried. There's so yes, much more to me, really. honestly, but... Yes. Yeah, we'll, most, we'll, that's we'll what get, you need to know. We'll that's get what you there. need to know. Yeah, that's what you need Over to know. Over the course of this episode, we'll get to know Bin more. Um, <laughs> so there's a bunch of questions that I've sent um, Bin. Get ready for a really Some edgy episode, guys. Just say. <laughs> Christ alive. Um, <laughs> oh, man. So some of these questions I 
um, will ask almost every single one of us, uh, but some of them are specific for each episode. So, I guess we'll start with this one. Um, then, given that you love uh, anime and film and um, for those who have listened to our uh, music episode through summer last year, uh, music as well, um, if someone wanted to get to know you through those mediums, uh, what five from each sort of medium would you recommend to them? Okay. So, so I, um, mm-hmm. I limited myself like extremely, I don't know if like you meant like five films and then five shows and then five, uh, artists, but I uh-huh. ended up doing five films and shows. So like, okay. the, like, in, like there's only five of like visual media. Yeah. And then I have five artists and I included like, I guess an album mm-hmm. that, that, that kind of fits in. Um, yeah. So yeah, um, with the five films slash shows, um, this is really hard. Actually, I I I decided <laughs> I started off with like Shrek and like The Godfather and like like in the same list, but then I realized like really thinking about it, like, um, I guess the first movie that anyone should ever watch if they want to get to know me is um watch Monty Python the Holy Grail because that like that ah. them. Their comedy, like that that group in general, just I guess it, it encapsulates um, how my humor has, or what I find funny essentially, because <laughs> they are like mm-hmm. I still find them as like, like extremely funny, like like extremely funny, and every time I watch that movie, I always laugh without without like fail. There's always a joke in there that I either missed from before or like you know it, it's just. It's just really funny. And it's, like, dumb humor, but, like, sometimes it can be really smart humor. And it's just, like... It's a mix... It's, like, a mix of everything. And it's great. It's just great. Um, and, yeah, everything Monty Python does is great. Like, And, and there are, like... There are other movies. Um, like, Life of Brian and... Um, and now for something completely different. Although that, I think, is more like a series of skits. Um, but, honestly, out of all the movies that I have seen for Monty Python, my favorite is still The Holy Grail. Um, yeah, so go watch that if you want to get to know me. Like the first, that's the first movie you need to watch because that, then you'll understand my kind of humor. Um, and then a show, a show to watch would be the IT crowd. Um, and this is similar in the sense of like humor and like what I used to be into and I guess still am into a little bit. Um, this show, I, I, I rewatched it recently and it's, it has, like, there are some episodes that haven't really, and some jokes that haven't really aged well because I've changed and obviously the times have changed. Um, <laughs> this is one episode that's purely based around, and this is one of the problem, one of the episodes that I have a problem with, um, nowadays, but back then I found it really funny. Um, but it's about, um, one of the main characters, she, she starts dating a closeted gay man, and they go to a musical called Gay, and it's a homoerotic musical. And it's actually, like, in all honesty, if it wasn't for, if it wasn't for the, um, disabled gay people, like, thing that happens in the, in the episode, I, I probably would be more okay with this episode. Um, but in general, that episode is kind of problematic. Or no, not even, it is problematic. I'm I'm just gonna flat out say it's problematic. But, um, there are still jokes in that episode that I find funny, like, like, um, the end there's a, there's a joke at the end with 
Jane and uh, I think I can't remember Jan. I can't remember the names. It's been a while since I've seen that um, show. But there's a, there's a joke where she um, she confronts the person she's seeing about it, and then there's like there's a whole bit there. It's really good, uh, in my opinion. In my opinion, it could be offensive to people. So like again, be cautious. Um, but no, there is like there's like an epi- one episode that really holds up in that series in the IT crowd is the internet episode where. Um, Moss and Roy give their manager a a box and they say it's the internet and she goes and gives a presentation on the box um, to her boss to her bosses and then <laughs> and then she like I think something happens and, and the box breaks and like everybody in the room is like freaking out because the whole point like the the point was that like Roy and Moss were like thinking that everybody in the room would be smart enough to realize that that box wasn't the internet. But they were wrong, because everyone in this fucking show, everyone in this in this office is is really dumb. Like, really dumb. And, and you know, that, that, that episode really holds up, in my opinion. That's a great, that's a great episode. Um, and then, an anime. Um, I suggest watching Angel Beats, which is a, it's an old, it's an old anime that, um... This one is like it has everything I like about anime. Um, has action, has decent character. It's not as great like nowadays because it's you know there are other anime that are really really good like My Hero and stuff. But for the time it was great, and especially when I in my mindset and the the age I was when I watched it, I was like fourteen maybe fifteen when I watched it and. It's the first anime that actually made me cry, like, properly cry. And my dad, actually, I remember my dad, like, I walked out, like, after I'd finished the last episode, I had got, I got up out of my chair, I walked outside, and I watered the plants, because my dad had told me to go do some gardening or whatever. And as I was watering the plants, I was literally just crying, thinking about the ending. Because the ending was like, it's such a, it's just, if I tell, if I say anything about the actual show, it kind of ruins it. So you have to watch it to understand why. And you have seen the show, you know why I cried because it's a fucking sad ending, but like not really. And it's like because there's a post-credit scene. It's just it's a it's a, it's a whole messy thing. Um, but no, it's the first anime that made me legitimately cry. I remember when the first sad thing happens. Like it's like eleven episodes in, right? And then then um, the first like really sad thing happens, and I'm, I was bawling. Like I was like like I was ugly crying, and I barely I barely cry nowadays. And even back then, I barely cried. And so, ugly crying was a very strong reaction. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, like... Yeah, I mean, I say I barely cry. I, I cry a lot, but, like, ugly crying, I barely do. And, yeah, I ugly cry. Like, I I, I sat there for, like, a solid hour just crying after I had finished the show. And it was... Oh, man. It was a roller coaster. It was a roller coaster. It truly was. Um, and then another movie, which is also an anime... <laughs> Um, is a silent voice. I was gonna like this list was all anime before, by the way, as well. Like I had, <laughs> I had many lists, but um, yeah. So another one I chose is a silent voice, purely because um, it also has another element of animation, the uh, anime that I really love, which is like how we can, how, how anime is is honestly better um, suited for like live action, uh, not live action, sorry. Um, like slice of life, slice of slice of life, um, stuff, because it really like it's it's great how like the way that they they use like visual metaphors and stuff like that 
to represent our own problems, and it makes it easier for us to understand. Not only that, but the movie is great in general. Just go watch it. Um, it may make you cry. It kind of made me cry at, like, two points in the movie. Um, but it is also seriously distressing because it does deal with suicide, so be careful. Um, yeah. So, yeah, but go watch it. It's a good movie. And then the final movie, um, or final thing on this on this list is um, is a movie called Loot. Now, I'm not sure if many people actually know what movie this is, um, but it's it's a um, Nepalese movie. And I chose this movie because it's the first Nepalese movie that I actually enjoyed watching. Because it was actually, like, pretty decent. And the, the plot twist in it is actually really, like, creative, I guess. Um, but it's... It's weird, because it's like, it's a cliche, but not really. Because you can kind of see it coming, but not really. Um, but yeah, I, I, when I watched that movie, I was like, damn. <laughs> like, it's, a, that, that was, like, I saw that out of nowhere. It came out of nowhere for me. Um, but no, it's a, it's a genuinely, like, decent movie from, for a country that is not very well known for making movies at all. Um, it also kind of highlights a shift in Nepalese filmmaking. Because I think after that movie, Nepalese movies have been, at least according to my parents, who watch a lot of these, <laughs> have been getting better. Um, comparable to Bollywood movies, which is saying a lot. Um, but yeah, go watch Loot if you want to, because it's actually a good movie. <laughs> made by made by a, made by people in a third world country. So, you know, go do it. And then... Hmm. Any questions? Because before I move on to my artists... <laughs> I, th- I think, um, Any move on to the artist and then I'll, okay, move on to the artist. Okay. And then, okay. Yeah. Okay. So the artists, five artists that I, I would recommend listening to if you want to get to know me is, um, Daft Punk and in particular their album Discovery. Um, Discovery is my favorite album by them. I, that's my first album. Like, it's my first like physical copy thing of music that I ever bought. Um, and I bought it because of sentimental reasons, mainly, because I can listen to it on Spotify whenever I want, because we live in the digital era now, boys. Um, but it is... Um, how do I put it? It's... Well, obviously, they're my favorite artist, and it's my favorite album by them, so that's like, there's that. But it's also... I don't know. It's just... It kind of highlights what music I am into in general. It's like... Some, because some of the music is like kind of fast paced and like really like dancey, but then other songs are very like mellow and chilled, like um, Veridius Quo, which is my favorite song on that album, um, or Virtus Quo, or however you say it. I don't know how people say it. Um, and also like Digital Love, which is a fucking amazing song. Um, but yeah, no, there's like a, plenty of songs on there that are great, but in general, that like kind of highlights the. I guess it highlights, like, um, the range of my musical tastes, because it's not just one thing, but it's also... And it's also just a great album in general, because it really, like, tries to capture a, like, certain concept, and it does it really well. Anyway, that's my that's the first artist you should go listen to. <laughs> Second artist you should go listen to is um, Chance the Rapper. Now, I had three contenders for my hip-hop pick because I listen to so much hip hop. Um I had Chance the Rapper, of course. I had 
Childish Gambino and I had Brock Hampton. All of them are great artists and go give them a listen. But if you want to get to know me, you got to listen to Chance the Rapper's Acid Rap album because that is um, what I would... What uh, It's kind of the um, album that... Or, or the... What's well, really a mixtape. It's the mixtape that really made me fall in love with hip-hop, if that makes sense. And more so than, than because the internet... Like, because, they have, because the internet was great from Childish, but... Acid rap really was like it's it's what got my what got the claws in my back and pulled me into hip hop. Um, there's a song on there called um, "Everybody's uh, Somebody's Everything," and that song is um, important to me because uh, and this is gonna get a bit sad and edgy and ooh, but there have been times where I have felt really low and really bad and really not great. And that song is a great pick-me-up because it reminds me that I am not, I guess, um, I I am, to, at least to somebody, I I am, I guess, a rock of some kind. Um, and hopefully, you know, I am. <laughs> but but that song is like, it it helps me be happy essentially. Um. Yeah, but yeah, no, that whole album is great. It's really like chilled and like, just like, just, it's just good music, man. It's just good music. Um, and then, and then I decided to, uh, include an artist from my edgy, like, uh, teenage years. Cause I'm no longer a teenager cause I'm 20. Ooh. Um, <laughs> no, but, um, the, this, this artist is Eden, who's, I guess, and he's not really an, is he an indie artist? I don't know. He's he's really popular on the internet. Um, that's all I know. And um, Eden was he he's like personifies my like edgy teen years. And the album I just I suggest you go listen to is called I Think You Think Too Much of Me. And it's not really an album. It's more of like an EP. But whatever. Um, and there's also a specific song I also chose called Gravity. And Gravity was like my sad song back in like I want to say when I was like 16 um but yeah it like it is literally my my emo face personified if you want to know where all the fuel for the fire that was my emo poetry came from go listen to this artist because <laughs> literally that's that's what he is he's a personification of my emo face I say emo face my edgy face I should say um and then I chose Jakubi now Jakubi I picked because um, they're my favorite Australian artist. I say Australian. Well, they are Australian. Um, and they are based in Melbourne as well. And they are they're just so great. They make really funky, like really groovy music. And it's really like... It's a weird mix. Well, at least they're old stuff. I don't know. They have new stuff in the works. And from what I've heard, it's more... It seems more hip-hop inspired. But their last stuff and their like their last two projects, which was Holiday and Sixty One Berkeley, um, go listen to Holiday. By the way, that's the that's the EP that I suggest because that's the first EP that I listened to. Um, the song Holiday is my favorite, <laughs> um, and then it would be I don't know actually. They're all great songs. Just go listen to it. It's a great it's a great EP. Go listen to Holiday. It's only four songs too. So yeah, in total they have like nine songs. So you could probably listen to them in like half an hour maybe um but yeah um they're great 
Um, they push, they're like, they're like, yeah, they represent like the more groovy, more like reggae-ish, more, um, fusion, like parts of my taste of music in general. Um, they also make like, they make, they make really like happy music, but like, if you really listen to it, you're like, oh, this is kind of weird. This is kind of sad. Like there's a song called Bank Account from 61 Berkeley, which is about, a guy who's trying to keep this girl that he's in love with, but she's only really there for the money. And he's, like, working two jobs, and he's really, like, he's breaking his ass. And it's, like, it's a really sad song, but, like, when you sing along to it, you're, like, you know, it's, like, it's all, like, really upbeat, and you're, like, oh, yeah. And then, yeah, when you listen to the lyrics, you're, like, oh, shit, fuck. Fuck, this is a bad relationship. Anyway, um, and then the last, the very last artist, um, is Claro. And I suggest to go listen to her EP, Diary... Zero zero one. It's the only EP she has, um, and it is just great. It's bedroom pop. That's that's what people describe it as, um, and it. I guess it's more like the more quote unquote indie side of me. Um, my mates, or one of my mates, he always makes jokes about how like, my music taste is really obscure. But I feel like Clara is a very accessible artist. She makes really like just chill songs um and very like yeah just nice music really that's all she really is um she's i mean there's more to her than that obviously as an artist but for me i like to listen to her music because it it calms me down it's very very chill um and like you know i can bop to it a little bit but yeah hmm. there you go that's such a um such a diverse and um and I don't know how how can I word it um it's like you you attach you've attached a lot of emotion to the stuff that you've chosen oh yes buddy yeah there there's a lot of emotion that is there's um, a lot of emotion I'm an behind, emotional person. behind why you've chosen those things yes that is and that's been very evident uh yeet like Sorry, oh, no, sorry, hold on, sorry. Yurt. <laughs> <sighs> That's funny. That I'm that funny. that will come and go very Yurt. quickly. Yeah. It's the new yeet, guys. <sighs> come on. Get on it. Oh, good lord. Um Yeah, so I guess moving from that, um what what drives you on a sort of day to day? Um, okay, I've written down a really cheesy answer, but I swear to God, there's, there's more to that. Actually, no, it's, no, it's, it, you know what, fuck it, no, it's really cliche. It is the most cliche reason, and it is, um, making other people happy. That's what I, that's what motivates me, I guess. And that's why I, I make mm-hmm. a lot of dumb jokes, and I make, I, I do a lot of stupid things, and I say a lot of stupid things. Most of the time, it's for a joke. Um, sometimes it's a bad joke, and I get that, you know, it's a bad joke. I accept my faults, you know, I don't make great jokes all the time, but for the most part, it's, um, like, the one thing that always makes me, um, I guess, energized, or more, uh, like, I guess, well, yeah, energized is probably the word to put, way to put it, is, um, seeing other people smile, because that's like, that's just like, like a really, it's weird, and it's cheesy, and it's really fucking cliche, I know. Um, but, like, I just, I get some, like, a, like, a weird, like, 
don't know. I guess happiness is such a weird emotion, and it's like... I feel like we don't experience it enough in our day-to-day life. That's a bell that I should stop playing with, sorry. Uh, <laughs> um, but, like... Yeah, I don't know. I just... I... I... I am motivated by seeing other people be happy. It's as simple as that. I like to make people happy, and I... Sometimes I fail at it, and I understand that. But for the most part, I feel like even if I am being dumb, and I'm um, making a fool of myself, if I'm making someone else happy by being a dickhead to myself, like, about myself, to myself, then, like, so be it, you know? Mm -hmm. Because I guess, like, at the end of the day, like... As long as I'm not hurting anybody and I'm not, I'm not making, again, and I'm not making people upset, which is the opposite of you know, happy, making other people happy. Then like I'm fine with it. Like that's why, I, that's why I, again, that's why I say a lot of dumb shit and I get roasted for it. But it makes other people happy. <laughs> I get roasted for it. I know I do, but it makes other people happy, right? And so I'm like, okay, uh-huh. sure, that's great, validation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, again, not maybe it's not unhe- the I know best it's unhealthy. I know it's unhealthy. Way to, yeah. But like, I still, mm. but like at like at the end of the day, like the most motivating thing for me is to make other people happy, and that's why mm-hmm. I guess I want to do film. That's why I want to do. Yeah. I want to make media, so uh-huh. that I can do that in different ways. Because I don't want I don't always be the guy who is dumb. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's not a... You don't want to just be known for... Being the black sheep. That's... Being the town idiot. Yeah. Uh, because, yeah. like, I'm... I don't know if, like... I believe that myself. Because I am I know I'm smart. And I, I am, and I have been smart. Um, It's just, at the moment, the only way I can really... I guess, keep moving. Because I haven't really found an outlet... For that kind of stuff, is um, mm-hmm. being an idiot essentially, <laughs> and being dumb, but also memes. I guess memes is an outlet. I make memes. I rarely share them, but I make memes. <laughs> um, I guess that seeing as you brought up your passion and I guess your you know intention to make it into into the film industry. Um, is there... Have you got something? Like, what? what is the... the film that you would want to make that encompasses you so that, you know, you get to make other people happy? Have you... Have you mm. thought about that before? No, I haven't. <laughs> ah. I mean... I've never actually... I'm, funnily enough, I've never seen a Wes Anderson movie, but I always... Whenever I see a trailer or, like, a picture or something from a Wes Anderson movie, I'm always, like... Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm enthralled. I'm enthralled because his, his colour palette and, like, everything just, like, visually, on a visual level, it's so stunning. It is so stunning. Mm-hmm. Like, that's that's the kind of filmmaking, I guess, I want to I wanna do, where I make... Mm-hmm pretty films that are visually stimulating but also I guess mentally stimulating on a like a dialogue and a action you know what I mean you know what I mean mm-hmm. <laughs> but like on a on a not only visual level but on a mental level you know 
Yeah. And I think... I don't know if Wes Anderson makes good mentally stimulating movies. I think he does. I'm not sure. Because I have never seen one. <laughs> but... Um, I heard Miss, I heard Fantastic Mr. Fox is great, and I really need to watch that. And I also mm-hmm. heard that Isle, Isle of Dogs is great, and I really want to watch that too. And I also really mm-hmm. want... The one movie that I've... I've of his that I really, really want to watch, but I haven't, I just haven't gotten around to it, is Moonrise Kingdom, because that movie is just, like, like, how? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's so, it's just a pretty movie, and, like, I don't know, that's, like, the one thing that I, I love about his movies, Wes Anderson, even though I've, again, I've never seen any of his movies. At least I don't think so. I may have once in, like, school or something, I don't know, but I, like, I doubt it. Yeah. I, I guess if I want to make a movie, it'll be like that encompasses me. It'll mm-hmm. it'll be something that's visually stimulating, but also I guess a little obscure and a little weird when it comes to like the plot and the ideas presented. Mm-hmm. Um, when it comes to the ideas presented, I guess theme theme wise, I think I I want to really hit on uh, identity. And like identity and belonging, definitely. I know it's like such a overused theme, I guess. But it's, I mean, mm-hmm. everyone, you can always relate to that. You can always people people can always relate to feeling like they don't belong and feeling like they don't really know who they are, kind of thing. Um, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, identity, identity and belonging are definitely things that I would want to touch on. Um, mm-hmm. I guess things like, like. How like, hmm, what's in, what what's what's what is the theme name? <laughs> what's the way to put this? Um, I also want to like touch on like, and as depressing and as edgy as this is, I kind of want to touch on like dying and like moving on from that kind of stuff. Like not just dying, but like sad events in general and how we move on from that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So like whether it be like you, you know, your partner cheats on you or like your granddad died or like, you know, or like, or, you know what I mean? Or like, you know, it's just something like sad happens, something bad happens. And like, how, how do we move on and how do people not move on? You know, like how, how people get stuck on in that one set of like, you know, they get boxed in by emotion essentially. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm. And like, yeah. Learning how to let go and that kind of stuff. Like, oh, I guess it's very cliched stuff, but like, mm-hmm. in the end, like, it's all stuff that we can relate to as human beings because we do get sad, we do get, you know, we do figure out how we move move on. Um, some people don't move on; they get boxed in by their emotions. Some people, um, maybe, you know, maybe their identity is tied to a certain person, and so when they lose that person, it's like, well, who am I now? That kind of stuff. You know what I mean? It's all relatable. Yeah, it's all like very basic human themes and like stuff that we mm-hmm. really just gravitate towards. That's, I guess. Yeah. I mean, I guess what I'm essentially saying is I need to make a fucking coming of age film. That'd be, <laughs> <laughs> but like, you know, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. That is, mm. that is interesting. <laughs> Are you fucking um... psychoanalyzing me now? Jesus Christ. Huh? No. What? Um, what? Just, what? just because, just because I know at the end of this, I'm going to be reflecting on a lot of what you guys have answered to oh. that question. Uh, n- this is the, great. The question of you know what, what, 
um, drives you, what motivates you. And it's interesting to, to hear what comes up Okay. when, when we, I ask that question. Um, Jesus. Yeah. Uh, and in a perfect segue, because, oh, Great um, <laughs> so, so great. We should probably get spun by segue in the future. Um, sponsor us. <clears throat> Uh, if if you have listened to any episode with Bin on it in our regular season, you will know that Bin likes to do a lot of, uh, most of the time, likes to enter the uh, the DM DNM sphere um, and uh, talk about I love that shit culture so and much. identity. Yes, um, and I guess with that in mind. Um, does, does the term Asian Australian mean anything to you? And, um, what has your experience been? Been? Oh, been. Sorry. <coughs> been. Um, yeah, I know, I know, I know. Sorry, my, my, my semi-English accent has, is, is front and center. Um, Asian, Asian Aussie. I mean, honestly, like... Maybe it's probably the way I grew up, and I I always had this weird distinction between curry people. Sorry if that's offensive, um, and like Asian people, which is to me, mm-hmm. I, this is weird because it's like I always thought like the like curry people. I, I don't know how else to like South. Okay, South Asians, literally uh-huh. the only other way I can say it. Um, South Asians were like in a bubble surrounded by, I guess, Asia major. <laughs> that makes sense. So that uh-huh. includes like, I guess even includes like the Philippines and like, um, Indonesia, which is to the south of us, kind of. I don't even know what to call. I, yeah. Would you call them? Or would you call Indonesians pollinate, pollen? I don't know. Fucking, I don't know anything. Oh, we're, we're, if we're going to Let's get just not that. go there. But <laughs> I always had this weird separation between South Asian people and then mm-hmm. Asian people, which is, you know, broadly, broadly East, East Asia. Yeah. Broad- yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, so when the term Asian Australian gets thrown onto me, this is a very new term for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously like when you think about it like proper, that obviously it makes sense that I am technically speaking an Asian Australian because I am from the continent of Asia. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, it never really meant anything, I guess. Yeah. It never really meant anything to me up until now. Um, okay. again, purely because I had that separation because I never th- saw myself as Asian. <laughs> mm-hmm. I know that's weird to say, but I, I never did. I just, I, I always grew up thinking I was the curry kid. Um, yeah. But even even then I didn't really think about my identity until recently. Like again, all this identi- identity stuff. It really kind of, it's more like, you know, late, late teens, early twenties bin kind of, that's what, that's where I'm exploring now. (laughs) My ethnic roots, I guess. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just, it's, it's a weird, it's a weird place to be. I, I recently, I say recently, um, this is months ago now, um, on the 10th of November, because I can, I'm looking at the tweet right now. Um, I read a an article by uh, th- I can't say her name at all. Thassali, Thassali. I'm gonna say Thassali. Thassali Laforce. 
Um, and she wrote an article for the NY Times about uh, um, why Asian Americans uh, remain largely unseen in film and television. That's like literally the name of the, the article. Go look it up. It's great. It's a great like. It is a fantastic article. Go read it. Um, but she wrote this article or essay, as she puts it. And when I read it, it, a lot of it was like really like, I guess relatable, um, especially on the identity front, because like, um, she like talks about like how she as a child would like wear like a wig and like a blonde wig because she's half, uh, half Asian, half white. Um, and she, she would notice the Asian parts of her, like, face more when she would do that. And, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I found it profound because, like, I never really, I never really related to and I never really fit in with the other, other Nepalese kids because, like, for the majority, they all were fluent in Nepalese, but they're also fluent in English. Like, they're all perfect bilingual people, whereas I... Am not perfectly bilingual. I, I can speak. I understand Nepalese, and I can speak a bit of it, um, a fair bit of it now because of my cousins. But like, I still have a very heavy accent. I still don't have I, grammar. Doesn't really matter in Nepalese when you're speaking it, but like, it's still there. So I don't really have proper grammar, um, like sentence structure and all that kind of stuff. I don't know how to write Nepalese, which I don't think anybody else can. But whatever. Um, still, the point is, like, I, I never, I never really felt Nepali, um, and I grew up with a lot of white kids, like, I went to a, I went to a primary school, um, full of, like, my first two years of primary school were literally full of white kids, with, like, only one or two brown kids that I knew, uh, and then my second primary school that I went to was literally all, um, all white kids up until my last year, last two years of, of, of that school. Um, and then when I moved to my third primary school, I say th- primary school, at this point I was at an, I was at a private school. Um, so yeah, the first two were public. This one was a private. And you know when you move to a private school, it's usually, it's usually one of two demographics. It, it's either full of like rich immigrant kids or it's full of white kids. And I went to one that was full of white kids. Um, and so, and then again, I moved from, well, after like one year at that school, I moved to another school. Um, and that's where I spent the rest of my, like uh, that school was my high school. Essentially. I went from year seven to year, um, 12 at that school. And, and the majority of the kids there were, were white. There were a few brown kids here and there, and they obviously, I guess, um, were more, I don't know how to put it, in tune with their ethnic roots. There was one girl that I I really admire, actually. she's She was perfectly bilingual. I think she's, she was um Punjabi, that's right. But she was, yeah, she's perfectly bilingual, like, perfect, perfect bilingual person. And I was very jealous of her. Um, But yeah, like, I don't know, as I grew up, um, I grew up white, essentially. <laughs> that's how I put it. I, I'm... Like, sure, when I eat food and, like, when I, you know, I prefer spicy food, I prefer all that kind of, like, you know, like, typical brown Asian, you know, stereotypes. But, like, Mm -hmm. when it comes to, like, the music I listen to, when it comes to, like, um, 
the people I prefer to spend my time with, generally, I'm fairly, like, white, <laughs> you know? But mm-hmm. at the same time, like, what does that even mean to be white? And what does it even mean to me, like, Nepalese? Like, all that kind of shit. That's, like, a deep question, I know. Um, but, like, to me, that just means that, like, I don't really fit into any stereotype. I'm just... I'm just me, I guess, you know? Because, like, there are still parts of me that are very, like, very rooted in my, like, culture, I guess. Um, I still, like, honor tradition, and I still honor, like, um, rituals, like, religious rituals, even though I'm not religious. I still, like, do a lot of, like, Nepalese things. I still, you know, still talk with, like, the Nepalese community and stuff. It's not like I'm rejecting that part of me, especially now. Like, I used to, because I didn't understand, but now I'm not. Now I'm more like, well... This is who I like. This is who I am. Like this is this is part of me, and I need to accept that, right? Yeah, yeah. And so, yeah, being an Asian Australian doesn't really mean much to me because it, I'm not. Sometimes I don't see myself as either Asian mm-hmm. or like curry in this case. Um, sorry, <laughs> or um, Australian sometimes. And and then there are mm-hmm. times where I see myself as both, you know. And then, then there are times mm-hmm. where I see myself as only one, and I see myself as, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's doesn't that label doesn't really fit, I guess. Mm-hmm. Perfect. That doesn't fit perfectly. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. Again, I I'll I'll save what what I what my thoughts are on that. Okay. Um, because obviously, um, at the very end, I'm gonna reflect on a lot of these answers because, uh, yeah, yeah, people people are different and people are wonderfully complex. Oh, so, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Am I though? I'm just a meme. Come on. Ha <laughs> 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 Oh wow. Um. Oh boy. Uh, if you reduce me down to my basic element, it'll literally just be a meme. I'm just a meme, guys. That's all it is. Okay then. Okay then. If if we are going to go down that road, oh, which Jesus meme Christ. would you be? Which meme would I be? I feel like I would be. Yeah. Hmm. Well, okay. I feel like I let, would be let, like, let, is let, this a pigeon yeah. meme? You know that. You know that one. The Yatara meme. Yes. Yeah. I, would, yeah, I feel yeah, like yeah, I would yeah. be that. The, the the butterfly and the guy yeah, and I the guy. I feel like I would be that meme. That's me. <laughs> And what would it have? What, you, what would the? It would be me, obviously, as as um, Yataro. Uh-huh. I think that's his name. I don't and know. The butterfly would be. And the butterfly would be like, um, <laughs> uh, it would be like edgy humor, and then oh no 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 no, not even humor, just be like edgy edgy stuff, and then uh-huh. the caption would and be he, the caption would be is this humor question mark? <laughs> ah yes, <laughs> that that describes you. Perfectly. Um, so obviously, for the promo for this episode, I am going to do make that. Yes, please. A version of that. Yes, please. Um, oh, that's great. Oh boy. Oh, good lord. Um, but yeah, I feel like that does describe you a little too well. <laughs> um, Yurt. Oh Christ! Can't believe you're still going. I'm making a thing. That It'll be a thing. Mm. Look, 
you know, you know, the whole yeet thing, right? Yeah. And the whole lit thing. Mm-hmm. We we had this discussion a few weeks ago because I didn't know if if Fuego was new or old or it's where old, it man. fits. It's 2016, bro. It's old. Oh, shit. Christ. Fuego. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Fuego. And then Fuego. Jesus. Uh, yeah. What am I, old? Je- no, I'm just kidding. I mean, relatively uh, speaking. Jesus Christ, shut up. <laughs> Uh, I know people who are turning 30 next year, so please. Yeah, well, I, I do too. Uh, don't worry. Um, <laughs> Being off doesn't mean, damn it. <laughs> you and your older friends? Yes, me, me and my older and younger friends. Jesus Christ. Um, anyway. God. Anyways. Uh, there aren't that many questions left, which is good for you and good for me. <laughs> Rip. <laughs> um... So, we're going to do a little bit of reflecting. Okay. Uh, was like, so, if there is something you would want to say to your younger self, and by younger self, it doesn't matter if, you know, if it's a kid or 18-year-old you, um, I guess. And um, for, and by extension, I guess, if anyone else is listening who has sort of been um, in a similar situation... Um, what would you say to your younger self? Uh, I would say this. I've written, I've written it down. I would say, fuck expectations, fuck being popular, and stick to the mates you know well. That's what I would tell my, my younger self. Especially, mm-hmm. this is like specifically targeted towards 16-year-old me. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's around that time where I made a lot of friends. And I say, f- like, friends in air quotes. Um mm-hmm. I mean, I'm still, like, friendly with these people, and I still talk to some of them, but, like, in the end, some of these people will come back to bite you in the ass, because you're, you're a fucking pushover when you're 20. <laughs> um, but also, you do a lot of... You you become something that you regret when you're 20, when you're, when you, when you're thinking about being popular, and you're thinking about, you know, you know, uh meeting expectations, especially the expectations of your parents, because that's not going to happen. <laughs> Unfortunately, <laughs> that doesn't happen, buddy. Um, you fail to meet expectations, so that's why I say fuck expectations, do what you want, go pursue media like you wanted to, go pursue legal studies like you wanted to, um, don't do physics, don't do maths, because you hate them both. Um, yeah, it's just like... You do a lot of, like, dumb things. And you, you... And when I mean do, I mean, like... There are times where you are a bystander, and that's not okay. And there are times where you actively, uh, you know, participate in the activity, and that's not okay either. Um, especially when, now, this person that you, I guess, were unjust to is a good friend. And a very gentle being. And... Somehow, I don't know why I was like that. I don't, I, again, I think it's because I wanted to be popular and I, I really did care a lot about what people thought back then. And I'm, I regret it deeply, like deeply. Um, I still haven't had the courage to actually say sorry to this guy. Um, but yeah, like stick to the mates, you know, stick to Nelson. <laughs> he knows what he's doing. <laughs> like legitimately knows what he's doing. Um, yeah. And don't be afraid to be... Yeah, again, don't be afraid of mum and dad, because they're not... 
all-powerful, I guess. I don't know. You know, just do what you want. That's what I would say. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. There's a lot of things I regret in high, about high school, because mm-hmm. it was a mix-mash of, like, stress, anxiety, and then a lot of just, like, me wanting to be, like, validated and, like be friends with everybody kind of thing, which is not great. Yeah. Because, um, yeah. like, firstly, you spread yourself thin, but there are then times where you literally have to pick a side and you're like, well, fuck. Um, there are things that I am proud of that my younger person mm-hmm. did, like the younger me did, but for the most part, there are, like, two th- big things that I really regret, especially now because one of those people that I, I kind of... I was really unfairly... I, I treated him unfairly. I wouldn't... No, you know what? I would even call it like bullying at, at like at some level, right? I I, I bullied him, which is not great because I don't want to be a bully, but I was, um, and that's something I really like. It's insane how much I regret it. Like my mate, like Nelson knows about it. Nelson knows that I feel this way, and I told him a while ago, and he says like, you know, you're he doesn't really care, and I like I know, I know you think that, but like. I know what it's like to be in my own head, and if if it's even like a quarter of that, then that's fucked. And if I somehow contributed to any negative thinking of his, I feel extremely like just like distraught that I would I, I could contribute to a negative headspace, and I, I hate I hate that about myself. Like legitimately hate that part of my like um teenage years because <laughs> i wanted mm-hmm. to be i wanted to be popular and and that's that's not on that's not okay mm-hmm. it's never okay mm-hmm. to be that way you know and i was an outcast like i my friends were all the nerds like i was friends with all the nerds up until that point and then somehow i managed to become friends with somebody else who was more popular than i was and then i wanted to become more popular and i fucked over my friends <laughs> mhm mm. So I yeah, and now like it's weird because the guy that I I essentially bullied, um, by not only by being a bystander, but sometimes I would I would say things to him, and, and it was not great. Um, I wouldn't I don't think I ever like said anything super mean, but I would I would participate, and it's not good. Um, I don't know. I see. I can't. I I can't remember what I said when I, when I was that old because it was a fucking blur. But I I know I just negative and that's not good that's never okay like 1000% don't do that at at all please even children just don't be negative spread that love spread that positivity man um but no it's weird because he recently as of this recording um <laughs> not when this comes out um invited me to his 21st and I was surprised I was like taken aback I didn't realize he would do that to, like because especially because we didn't really talk much um, after after high school. I mean, I saw him around at uni because we went to the same uni, but, you know, this year I was fairly radio silent. I would talk to him occasionally. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just... I don't know. There's something... There's something about doing that kind of stuff that really just pisses me off now. And especially... Again, I don't know. I keep, I keep repeating myself. I'm just... I just regret that so much. Especially, like, being a part of that and being a bystander and not standing up for him when I should have. Because he was... 
I guess he... <laughs> he was an outcast like I was. And, like, I don't understand why... I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I... Teen me... Fuck being popular, man. Stick to the friends you know. Stand up for your friends, too. Hmm. Sorry. <laughs> I almost cried then. Sorry. <laughs> um, no, that's okay. But I yeah. mean, you know... Yeah. There's a lot of things that I hate uh, my, about myself, but, like, that's, like, the mm. probably one of the biggest things. And, like, my biggest regret. Yeah. Mm. And I guess, yeah, it, it is important to, I guess, note, you know, hindsight is... 2020. 2020. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it is... And I guess that particular question, I guess, is aimed at... Um, people that might be listening that, you know could really use that sort yeah. of advice because who knows it it could help it could help them and yeah it, it's a good a way to sort of look look back and um yeah acknowledge that you know shit shit happens but you, acknowledge that you were a shitty person at one point yeah um, and or still are a shitty person you know <laughs> <laughs> hey I ain't judging <laughs> I mean, I am, uh, but I'm not. Uh, <laughs> you, you, just, just strive to be better. Strive um, to be better than me. That's like that's like the I'm like the baseline. <laughs> I'm like the baseline. The base I'm the very point. low <laughs> on the ladder of being a good person. <laughs> <laughs> if you can be better than me, then hey, look, you're on your way to being a great person. Yeah, if Bin if Bin is the threshold to get into the good place, holy exactly. Shit, that's, exactly. That'd be <laughs> literally everybody. <laughs> literally everybody. <laughs> oh man. Oh dear. Um and I guess we'll we'll jump from past to future. Oh future. Uh, Yeah. Let, let's do a little bit of let's do a little bit of uh Goaling, shall we? Um, seeing as this podcast will be released in 2019, um, did you have any goals that you want to set for 2019? And I guess, yeah, when this is released, it's going to be like a little time capsule. Yes. Um, okay. First thing, first and foremost, is lose more weight. <laughs> I am currently on a, on a weight loss uh, journey, I guess. I don't know how to put it. Um, but I have lost a considerable amount of weight recently, and so mm-hmm. I want to continue that trend into next year and, and hit my goal weight, um, and hopefully, uh, after I lose weight, I just want to maintain maintain that weight and also maintain, like, a healthy lifestyle and just be healthy, you know, you know, be boring and cliche like that, ugh, New Year's resolutions, <laughs> new year, new me. Um, no, but honestly, it's like, it's, it's been a help a little bit mentally, um, to see myself lose weight. Cause I, I always have had a very low, um, perception of myself. If that makes sense. I, mm-hmm. I haven't had the great, I haven't had the greatest self-esteem and then obviously weight being bigger doesn't help with that. So, um, I decided like, fuck it, I'm going to lose weight. So I did. And it helps, it helps to be like, you know, yeah, I'm better now. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, that's, the first goal is to lose weight. Um, 
and since I'm starting my my new course next year, I want to make more friends. I want to be mm. a positive human being. You know, don't be like sixteen year old Ben. Don't <laughs> be friendly. Be nice. Just be positive, man. Like spread that love and spot like you know what I mean. Like you know, spread that love, <laughs> dude. Spread that love. Um and uh, apply myself in my course. I know that's weird to say, but like I say, weird. It's cliched, but it kind of, especially how my how I went last year. Um, I say last year, how I went in twenty seventeen. Um. If I don't apply myself, I know I'm going to fail. But if I do apply myself, I don't even have to apply myself, like, a little bit. I mean, sorry, a lot. I only have to apply myself just a tiny little bit. Because I know that if, with, like, minimal effort, I can I can get high, gr- high grades. Um, at least academically. I've never really done a creative thing before. So this will be different. This will be a new experience as well. So I'm going to put 100% into all my work. Um, hopefully. <laughs> and my last goal is um be happier which is strange um because i mean yeah i say strange because i feel like i am a fairly cheerful person most of the time but when i'm by myself oh buddy you better be prepared because i'm not that happy oh <laughs> so <laughs> sorry <laughs> I don't know how else to deal with it other than humor and like trying to be funny about it. Um, but mm. I think by the time this episode comes out, I'll be seeing a counselor um, about being not happy when by, when I'm by myself. Um, mm-hmm. Well, actually, in general too, because there are times. Anyway, that's different. That's a different conversation for a different time. <laughs> um, but yeah, just don't. I, I feel like I, maybe I'm. I don't know. I don't know. I just want to... I don't want to be as sad as I was this year, mm-hmm. especially towards the end of this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're my goals for mm-hmm. next year. <laughs> and, like, they're reasonable goals. Yeah, I guess. Um, The lose weight one is definitely reasonable, because I know I can lose weight. So that's mm. that's something I know I can do. And if I can do that, then I'm hopefully able to do the other stuff. Yeah. Because with that, obviously, you'll get the the positive, other positive aspects yeah. that come out of it. And exactly. Especially when it comes to um, self-worth and mental health and those yeah. sorts of lovely things that... Um, By the way, like, legitimately, if mm. you're feeling, like, down, go talk to someone. It doesn't have to be a counsel like I'm doing, but, like, just talk, like, it, talk, it helps. Talk to someone that yeah. you, you know... Um, that you trust and yeah, like a best friend or like a a group of people that I complain a lot to. <clears throat> not not the group chat at all. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> no, but I, I, mean, you, I know, yeah. it's, you know the evidence is yeah there. Um, also, do but... do yourself a favor and go check up on friends that you think are not doing great. I I mm. I recently did that and I feel I don't know if I achieved much. <laughs> But mm-hmm. I know I felt a little bit better knowing that he was okay, firstly. Mm-hmm. Um, but also knowing that he's willing to open up to me about that kind of stuff. And so, yeah. you know, go check up on your friends. Because not only will mm-hmm. like, it make them feel good to be like, oh, my friend cares about me. 
but also yeah. like it gives you a little bit of like a little warm fuzzy feeling on the inside mm. which is always a great thing <laughs> yeah definitely um and again i guess i'll i'll just clarify this for the the listeners that uh that are in the know that i whilst i am doing you know a counseling degree i um for very personal and ethical reasons do not therapize the kids um thanks dad for being ethical <laughs> yes <laughs> but but i always give advice to them and my advice to them is if if they have anything to do with like mental health stuff is go talk to someone mm. in person yeah yeah cuz it cuz it honestly is the best the mm. best way to do it and honestly like i always um, i i say this to my mates a lot but like and especially now but if i am mm. if me ben the guy who's always making dumb jokes and is generally like has a fairly cheerful uh demeanor like needs mm-hmm. to see a counselor and you know I'm not needs to, but is, you know, seeking a counsellor, is going to seek a counsellor. I think, like, that should just, like, exemplify the fact that not everyone is, like, happy 100% of the time and that there there are, like, you do need to go and make sure your mental health is (laughs) A-OK, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Hmm. Uh... Before we wrap up, I guess there is, um, there is something that I've sort of, you know, we've been doing this podcast for what, a year and a half now. Yeah. And it's been interesting to have seen everyone sort of grow. Um, Are we going to bring up a certain incident now? Change. No. um, Okay. We're not. We're not gonna make reference to it at all. But okay. it has been interesting to see Bin, um, oh, me. You know, and you know, we we do give him shit for being the black sheep, but he has um, improved a lot in in doing a lot of these like DNMs um, and recognizing you know, um, parts of himself that he knows is, has been problematic, but is willing to, um, change for the better. I'm willing and to yeah, that, yeet that, is... that negativity. Sorry, God. Yurt that negativity. God. Sorry. I saw an opportunity and I took it. Yes, of course you did. Um, yeah, as, Sorry. as has been the case in every bloody, um, episode. Uh, but yeah, like it's, and I've, and I'm doing a lot of these like observation stuff, um, for everyone. Um, but yeah, it's been interesting to see you like change over, over the last 18 months. Um, how do you think I've changed though? Like what, what's the, what's the biggest change? I guess, I, I guess it's, it's the, it's your more open, about emotions and your your willingness to take action like you know your 
the whole um your experience like going through the whole fitness thing right um and your um and the way that you've been able to sort of self motivate and to get the result that you desired and you know and now that your goal for 2019 is to keep pushing on and that that's something i guess um hasn't yeah we we haven't really ever seen i guess early on in the podcast as well that's something we didn't see so fair enough yeah that's that's a change that you know i feel like that comes out of like a sense of just not wanting to be mm, trash for the rest of my life mm. like i don't want to live mm-hmm. i don't want to be lazy and i don't want to be someone who's always like happy on the inside not sorry happy on the outside but hates himself on the inside i don't want to be that person you know like yeah. i if i want to be if i'm happy on the outside i want to be happy on the inside i want to be genuinely happy mm. you know what i mean and yeah in order for me to be that way and i feel like in order for anyone to be that way is to um be open about how you feel on the inside. You don't mm-hmm. always have to put on a mask of being happy. The only time I put on a, a demeanor to be happy is when I'm at work, <laughs> like when I'm serving when I'm serving the resident. Because I, I'm obviously in that in that state of like in that area, I need to be that way because if I'm not, mm-hmm. then I'm gonna lose my fucking job, and I don't want that. <laughs> you know, I can't yeah. be like fucking take your coffee. <laughs> Jesus. Or shut the fuck up, you dumb bitch. But yeah, I can't say that shit, you know? No one... Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> if, you're, if you're working a retail, retail job, you're fucked if you say that. Um, yeah. But like, you know, or, or hospitality, any service job in general. Um, yeah. But like, yeah, I I, I don't want to be uh, upset with myself. I don't want to be mm-hmm. in self-loathing because I know it's going to end badly for everybody essentially who's in any way emotionally invested in me um mm-hmm. like i don't want i don't want to end up living some shit life you know being angry at, at essentially myself but projecting it onto others um like some incel essentially um mm-hmm. s- sorry to the incel community not really um but, you know, like, I don't know. I, I don't, yeah, I don't want to be trash, essentially. That's, like, the, mm-hmm. the base. Like, I call myself trash, sure. But, like, I don't want to be trash. I don't want to be literal trash. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I want to be someone who's, um, as I like, and, and this kind of connects back to, you know, what motivates me is that, like, I just want to be someone who is positive and shares positivity and isn't mm. a dickhead. <laughs> All the time. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, no, at, at all, in general. Um, yeah. I also want to be someone who is open-minded, is mm-hmm. um, actually gets things done, <laughs> and um, isn't always seen as, like, uh, I guess, ineffective is the word. Um, oh, sorry, un- uh, inefficient. That, that's You know what I mean? I just... Yeah, I, I want to be someone who, who's actually happy. <laughs> and in order for mm-hmm. me to do that, I need to change how I... And, and for, this is a personal thing for me. It doesn't... You know, for different people, you know, different strokes for different folks. 
<laughs> um, but for me, that involves losing weight. For me, that involves um, learning how to forgive myself for things that I did when I was 16. Um, and uh, there's, a, so, there's so much, like, I was, sorry, 16-year-old me, and, like, no, teenage me was, like, a real, like, son of a shit cunt. Like, he was a dickhead, like, straight up. Like, there were a lot of words that I would I used back then, especially on social media for some reason, um, that I don't use now because it's dumb. And why would you? You don't, like, it's not right. Um, and every time I see anything of, of that caliber, I cringe and I delete the post. Um, but, you know, anyway, my, my point is, like, I don't want to be that person. I don't want to be angry. I don't want to be... I don't want to project my insecurities onto other people and be a bully. I don't want to... Um, you know, I don't want to make other people feel bad. That's such a, that's just such a shit way of living your life. Like, why would you want to do that? Why would you want to live that kind of life? You know. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Interesting. I don't want to um, be trash, man. <laughs> that's all it is. Yeah, and I mean, you know, the the. We have many sayings on this podcast, and the 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 biggest tenet is don't be the penetrable orifice. Yeah, don't, yeah exactly. Yes, yes. Don't um, eat shit, guys. <laughs> or as I would like to say, don't eat filthy ass. Because <laughs> oh, that'll God. give you E. coli. Uh, don't eat Roman. Was it Roman lettuce? I don't know what I say. What? There's a certain lettuce that has a coli at the moment in America. I think it is. Oh, in the state. Well, not anymore, hopefully. Hopefully. Hopefully not. Um, Sorry. Cracking my knuckles. <laughs> Just so satisfying. Good day. <laughs> um, there, is, there is a question before the final question that I'll ask you. Okay. Um, and that question is, why did you say yes to doing this? Great mates podcast. Mm, hmm. Why did I say yes? Huh. Yeah. Why did you say why yes? Why did I say yes? Um. I guess I was back then, at least. I was looking for an outlet, creativity for for creativity because I was finding university lacking in that in that aspect. Um. I mm-hmm. think before I did the pod, I was. Um. Yeah, no, before I did the pod, I was on a radio show for Swinburne, the 3SSR, mm-hmm. um, called Movie Fight Club, and it was just about, like, arguing about movies and stuff, and I find that kind of, I found that kind of lacking purely because, um, to put it simply, these guys were the kind of movie students, like, film students, that, that were kind of snobs about movies, where I mm-hmm. okay, and, okay. Here's the thing. I'm I'm a, I'm going to be in film school next year. Technically speaking, um, I'm going to learn about film from a technical level and from a um, like a legitimate like you know what I mean, right? And so I understand where some of that snobbery would come from, but like at mm-hmm. the same time, just let people enjoy movies for what they are. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like at the end of the day, movies. Uh, entertainment, you know? That's why, and it's why I watch the Avengers movies and, like, the Marvel movies. Like, I'm not watching them to get some kind of, like, superficial, like, you know, uh, not superficial, um, some kind of, like, deeper meaning. 
You know what I mean? I'm watching it to yeah. see Thanos fucking dust half the fucking universe. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I, I again, when I when I watch film, and I, I am like, I can be snobby about film. Like, I can be like, I can like, I can still critique the writing and stuff. It's not like that's mm-hmm. like a bad thing. It's just more like I I didn't enjoy their perspective of film. And how it's how it uh, should be viewed, kind of thing. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. But yeah. So I guess I was yeah. I I had just finished doing that. I, I stopped going to the recording. Um, or I say recording to the. What's the word? The bro- the 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 broadcast. Broadcast. Stop going. Stop going to the broadcast because like I'm not interested in this because I don't like the way you guys talk about films. So I stopped doing mm. that, and then I moved. I moved on. Uh, I was still looking for some kind of creative outlet, and so I joined up with you guys because you said let's do a podcast. I was like, that sounds great. <laughs> and look where we are now. Exactly. I was very different. I was, I was, when I think about it, I was very different on that um, other radio show. On that radio show, sorry. Uh-huh. I was very like, very mellow, and very like, yeah, I'm a cool kid. I like movies, ah. but I wasn't like like a, like that. I guess mm-hmm. cool. I was very still very awkward. I was very quiet. Anyway, ah yeah, I, that is I find I find I find that really weird about myself at work. I'm I'm now I'm opening up a bit more um, uh-huh. because I saw my area manager dance at the fucking. Um, National Gallery of Victoria. How like bougie is that anyway? Anyway, sorry, I saw that happen. Like to club music, she mm-hmm. was dancing to club music. Oh. <laughs> anyway, I saw my area manager do that, so I'm opening up a little bit more there. Um, yeah. But generally at work, I'm fairly quiet and I don't really talk to people unless I'm mm-hmm. talked to. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's I'm generally like in new environments. I generally am very quiet and very meek and very, like, shy. But I guess that's the mm-hmm. same for most people. Unless you're, like, super, super extroverted, which I'm not. I am mm-hmm. extroverted. I'm not super extroverted, though. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I wanted to do something creative. So, okay. Yeah. Hmm. Also, I guess okay. with this podcast, the reason why I was so, like, out there straight away is because... Unlike the radio show where I'm seeing these people face to face, I usually yeah. just talk over a microphone, so it's easier for me to be open. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Cool. Um. And before we finally wrap up, Bin, is there anything that um we've brought up today that uh you you sort of um, I guess ha- has it has it has anything that we've brought up um made you made you think about anything like any come to any realizations or something? Um, learn more about yourself. I mean, I learned that I don't really hate myself as much as I thought I did. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, but I also. I guess it, it mainly just reinforces that I have a lot of things that I need to work through and I'm mm-hmm. going to work through those because I need to, because mm-hmm. I want to, because I don't want to be a negative person. And so in order for me to do that, I need to take action. 
Hmm. Um, yeah, I don't. I just this was a a good experience because it helped mm-hmm. me obviously admit to a lot of my faults, especially as a younger person. Mm-hmm. Um, again, don't bully your friends. That's not great. Um, but yeah, and yeah, yeah. That's it. That's really it. <laughs> okay. Cool. Um, so, if people want to find you, Ben, where can they find you? You know where to find me, boys and girls. You can find me on the Twitter sphere at Ben Lanier. Apologies if it doesn't um, garner laughter now, because we have been doing this podcast for 18 months. It's been... I need to change it. Should I change it? I don't... F- no, because... Well, you know, do you want that still as your brand? Not really. I need to change my my name. Hmm. Oh, wait, no. Don't worry. Forget mm. I said that. <laughs> I forgot this was being released ages <laughs> after, like, Christmas. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Yes. So, uh, there's no point. Um, God. Um, Sorry, I'm dating the pod. I mean, you know, for for... I guess for for timestamp reasons and just so that in case anything else comes up, yeah, it's probably better that we dated the pod to before Christmas. Uh, but if you want to find me, you can do so basically anywhere um, as a bankpinoy a b a n g p i n o y. For the other great mates socials. Um, You'll have to listen to the other episodes in this miniseries. Because we or don't want to turn them anymore. Yeah. <laughs> or, you know, just go listen to listen our to previous any episodes. Other episode. Literally any other yeah. episode. <laughs> yeah. Which you can find on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play Music, basically anywhere you can sub to a podcast. You can you can find us. Um, Yurt. <laughs> oh god, you're doing it again. Uh every time. If you want to hit us up on our socials, we can be found on Instagram and Twitter as Great Mates Podcast, G R H M H S P O D C A S T. Um feel free to um leave us any questions, slide into our DMs to do that, or use the hashtag Great Mates Podcast. You know, you know if you dare. Um we should do an AMA, but may, we'll, we'll decide that for f- maybe we'll when that we have more listeners. <laughs> yeah, 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 definitely. Um, if you want to leave us a rating and review on iTunes, please do so. Give us five stars and leave us feedback because we really want to make this podcast so much better. We um, want to make us better. <laughs> no, should we just become an ASMR should, podcast? Maybe that'll work. I have a friend who does exclusively ASMR content on his on his YouTube God. channel, and he is very popular in the in the ASMR. I say popular; he's like semi popular in the okay. ASMR field, which is like insane to me. Interesting, interesting. Um, he also does anyway. martial arts, which I find anyway. Sorry. Oh. oh, okay. Then then we might have discussed who this friend was before, possibly outside of outside of podcast. I think um, so. <laughs> but yeah, share it to your friends um, and keep an eye out because there'll be more episodes in this mini series and more content that comes out in summer. And hopefully, season three comes out very soon. So, thank you guys for listening. Thank you, Bin, for uh, joining me and doing this one on one episode. I'm glad to be here. 
I want to thank my mom and my dad. I'm just kidding. <laughs> God. Uh, we'll see you guys in another episode. Bye. Bye.